Hello, this is Prophetic Connection Devotional. My name is Patricia English. I would like to read from the book of Luke, chapter 20, verses 9 to 11. And this message is called, The Gospel in a Nutshell. Then he, Jesus, began to tell the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard, leased it to the vine dressers, and went into a far country for a long time. Now at vintage time, he sent his servant to the vine dressers that they might give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent another servant, and they beat him also, treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed, and again he sent a third. And they wounded him, wounded him also and cast him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Probably they will respect him when they see him. But when the vine dressers saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the, the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, Certainly not. Then he looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whoever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Jesus summed up in a nutshell the past, present, and the future of Israel's leaders. This parable gives a glimpse into the hearts of the religious leaders that he is speaking with. God established the people called Israel so they would be a light to the world so that other nations would be converted through seeing the miracles and provisions that God himself provided for them. Unfortunately, the Israelites didn't influence the other nations, but they were influenced by the other nations and turned their back on God. The Lord sent prophets to warn them to repent and turn back to God, but they destroyed these prophets because they did not want to hear the truth. At this present time, when Jesus was speaking this parable, the religious leaders knew Jesus was speaking about them and also knew who Jesus was, but did not want him to upset their apple cart, so to speak. They had things just the way they liked it and ignored and rejected Jesus and the very reason they were placed as leaders, which was to prepare themselves and the Jewish people for the coming of the Messiah Christ. Jesus is also telling them of their future, which will be destruction from the Romans, which took place in 70 AD because they rejected their Messiah. There are churches today that have established their own way of doing things to keep the people happy, by just tickling their ears and never giving them the truth of redemption, which is the cross of Christ. Honestly, really think about it. If every church in this nation was preaching the gospel of the cross of Jesus Christ and commanding all men everywhere to repent, as Peter preached in Acts 17.30, America would, be, would not be in the mess that it is in today. If churches were having altar calls, and preaching the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and preaching the hope of the rapture so that Christians would be living right and witnessing to the lost, many hearts would be changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. But thank God there is still hope. Let's read Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. In Micah 7:18, the prophet writes, Who is a God like you, 
pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgressions of the remnant of his heritage. He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. Thank God. Thank God he delights in mercy. Do we wonder why America is in the mess that it is today? God established this country through the founding fathers so that his gospel can be preached in America and also to, the, to be friends to Israel and to send missionaries to other countries with this message. God spoke through this prophet, Isaiah, in chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. And God said to him, From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed or bound up or soothed with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Strangers devour your land in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. This scripture is telling us how spiritually sick Israel was, and it was only the Lord that could heal their nation if they repented. Israel was like a putrid open sore with no medication. They had enemies that were overthrowing their land and devouring it. There is no difference regarding America. We are declining morally and spiritually. And unless the church repents and gets back to the preaching of the cross, which is the only message that has the power to save, as Paul said in Romans 1.16, there will be no physician or medicine for us. For we too are sick from the head down to the foot, and the hearts of many have rejected God at every turn. Let us not despise the ways of God, for it is his goodness that will lead us to repentance. There are only two kinds of people that God sees, and they are the saved and the lost. That's it. Either you're a Christian or you're not. He does not judge us by what church we go to or what religious name we call ourselves or by our political affiliation. We are either a Christian on our way to heaven or we are lost on our way to hell. If you are listening to this message and you have never made Jesus Christ Lord of your life, today is your day. You are in the right place at the right time. I am talking about the crossroads of your life right now. This life that we're living how long do we live? 70, 80, 90 years maybe? But I'm talking about an eternity that will never end. And a million years from now, every single one of us will be someplace, either rejoicing in heaven or suffering in hell. And the only way to escape, the only way, one way, that's it. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. The only way to escape is to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Father said that he loved the world so much that he sent his Son. We need to repent. Ask Jesus Christ to forgive us. Ask him to come into our heart to be Lord and Savior of our life. This is the most important decision that you will ever make because it establishes your eternity. Please, please ask God to forgive you. Please become a Christian live for God things aren't going to get better around here they're going to get worse and we need to be living every minute of the day as if we're going to meet God at any moment God bless you